Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ Show. I'm your host, DJ Jimenez. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button. Do subscribe for more content. Uh, you can also catch the show on the go wherever you get your podcasts. And do consider following me on every social media platform. And with all that boring stuff out of the way, let me introduce my next guest. I'm really excited. Uh, Nancy Lanier, Mrs. Lanier, how are you? I'm fine, DJ. How are you? Good. I'm not going to lie. I kind of felt weird saying your whole name. I just wanted to say like your name. <laughs> That's but now fine. I'm just going to say Mrs. Lanier. That's fine. All right. So again, thank you so much. I know Mother's Day was um, last, last Sunday, yes. but let me just say happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. And so real quick, I had this idea where... Um, I wanted to interview a first-time mom, a mom with multiple kids, and a grandmother. So last week, I interviewed my friend Bethany. She's a mother of three, and now I'm interviewing you. You're a grandmother. So, And then next week, hopefully, I'll interview uh, Alyssa, who's you know first-time mom. Okay. So now with the, uh, I want to get well, a grandmother. Remember, I'm a great-grandmother. You're right. a great-grandmother. That's right. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're, you're a great-grandmother. So you're bursting with knowledge and wisdom. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I think this is going to be fun. So uh, first question of the day is, what's it like being a mom slash grandmother? Slash grandmother. Okay. Yeah. Well, a mom, you're really learning, you know, mm -hmm. learning how to raise children. Mm -hmm. And uh, then a grandmother, you know a little more than you knew when you was a mom. But now that I'm a great grandmother, I have learned much, much more, <laughs> much more patience, you know, you know, just so much more. Yeah. So you're you're constantly learning. You're not at a point where you're like, you know what? I got this. Oh, like no, I'm a master. No, I'm this, a black belt at being a mom. No, this is a constantly learning thing as you go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, and with your kids and your uh, great grandkids, uh, do you still feel that like you're trying to pass down the wisdom that you've learned? Like, oh, I wish I would have learned this at your age kind of thing? Yeah, I wish I'd have learned a lot from my mom, you know? <laughs> I should have listened more to my mom, and I would have been more knowledgeable when I had my my own children, you know? Yeah. yeah. Was, like, was your mom around when you had your first kid? Oh, uh, she was around when I had my first three, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, like, what what's something specifically... <laughs> that uh, like a, a little fun tidbit that maybe you pass down to your kids like oh hey do this or i wish i would have known this when i was your age do you have anything like that um oh i'm sure that there's lots of things you know so uh i just wish that i had a <clears throat> like when my mom said one time she said you know, we used to like to make a jumping board. I know nobody out there knows what a jumping board is, but we would uh, pile up um, a couple of bricks and put a long board over it, and we'd want to be on one end and want to be on the other end, and she would tell us, now, when you get older, you're going to have some back problems. If you're not <laughs> careful. Well, I wish I'd have listened to it because that was so true. Yeah, in my later years. I uh, started having some bad problems. Oh, so. no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But nothing severe. You yeah. Know, nothing real severe. But, yeah, I could have saved myself a lot of pain had I listened. Yeah. There's so many things I should have listened to that I didn't, you know. Yeah. But I had good good parents, you know. I'm proud of the way I was raised. Yeah. I am so proud of the way I was raised. Oh, okay. And so going into that, because uh, it's one of the questions did you raise your kids the way your parents raised you? Like, uh, I was I was joking with uh, uh, last week with my friend Bethany saying, like, were there some things that your parents raised you and you were like, hey, you know what? I can do without that, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it better. Or, like, the way your parents did it was great. And you were like, no, that's the master. And I'm going to pass that down. The way I was raised is the way to be raised. You know, mm -hmm. we were disciplined. Mm -hmm. We would switch with a with a hickory switch. Mm -hmm. And even my dad would use a belt. And, you know, at the time I probably thought this is not fair. But, you know, we 
they would always let us know that we were loved and they were doing it because they were trying to teach us mm -hmm. the right way. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, uh, that was, uh, that was a good thing, you know, and I wanted to raise my kids to be honest, mm -hmm. to be thoughtful, to be respectful. And I wanted to raise them in church, just like I was raised, you know? That's, yeah, that's good. Uh, I will say, you know, I've, I've known you for like 20 years. You've been like a grandmother to me and, uh, like I, I i joke around with some friends with uh, they'll be like oh dj you're like one of the nicest people i'm like no i'm mean but like no but being around you and 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 you know and mr lanier you guys were so loving like that bleeded over to me as well it's like i have no reason to be mad at the world i'm around people who love me and stuff and i'm reminded that every day so yeah. so and it, you being on my show right now is like a proof example of that. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. Um, so I know you don't want to get into, you know, uh, uh, like reveal too much information, but, uh, so one of my questions is like a fun question, like naming your kids, like how did you go about naming your kids? Like, uh, did you, did you pick out a book? Did you name it after famous people? Like, what, what was the naming process? Yeah, certainly not Hollywood. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we, <clears throat> our first one was uh, a girl. Mm -hmm. We named her Catherine mm -hmm. Lynn. And the Catherine was because I'm Nancy Catherine. We named her after me. The second one, a boy, he was named after two of my husband's cousins. And uh, the third one was, uh, at the time, we named her Sherry Ann. Sherry, the song Sherry, I know you probably know what I'm talking about, do you? That was in the 60s. I, I, I'll be honest, like, I, if you play the song, I might know it, yeah. but names, okay. uh, I'll forget. So Tommy, my husband, heard it on the way home from work one day, and he heard the song, and when he got home, he said, I know what we're going to name our next child if, she's a, if it's a girl. And I said, okay, what? So he said, Sherry. And I said, Sherry, what? And uh, then we came up with the Sherry Inn. And then Michael, the last one, we named him uh, because uh, they were Bible names. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted his name to be, Michael Stephen. Nice. Okay. Did you ever... Did you ever fight with your husband at times like, no, I like this name better? And oh, he was no. Like, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Were... I usually let him do the, the naming, you know, yeah. help with the naming. No, no. Yeah. No. Uh, so I, I was selling this last week, but I'll like repeat just a short for those who are listening. So the way I was named Dominic, uh, my real name Dominic, uh, was... And I was talking to my mom about it. I, apparently, I got some information wrong. So she was in New Jersey with my dad, and, and she was uh, pregnant with me at the time. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but I thought it was the weird part of the story. They were walking in a cemetery, and she saw the name Dominic. And usually, Dominic ends with a C at the end. And this one ended with a K at the end. And she was like, oh, I never saw it with the K. And she was like, oh, Dominic, that sounds like a nice name. That's what I'll name my kid. And so that's how I was named. And I was messing with her going like, oh, I always hated my name. I don't know why. And then finding that out, like, you named me after somebody you don't even know <laughs> just because you like the name. And I was messing around. And then I got the name DJ uh, in middle school in the sixth grade. Uh, there was this new kid. He called everybody by their initials, called me by my initials, and it just stuck. Then I, I I enjoyed it. So from then on, I just went on with DJ. And now the only people who call me uh, by my real name are like my coworkers because I like, I don't know, this professional kind of thing. But I, I rather DJ. But so my coworkers call me by my real name and then my family and then they're the only ones allowed everybody else has to call me dj that's it <laughs> in the show i made the show is called hey dj show yeah so well um, i like i like dj i yeah, like dj I like too DJ. Yeah, yeah yeah it's easier <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm still gonna i'm never gonna like legally change it or anything oh, no. no it's just a nickname but mm -hmm. i like it I'm, I'm gonna stick with it um 
So, okay. So, uh, you being a great, ma great grandmother, uh, you have these like knowledge and stuff. Uh, and your you have, a uh, uh, your grandchild who's also a mother. Uh, what are some wisdom that you're passing down that you feel like, Oh, I, I know this because I'm a grandmother, not necessarily just cause I was a mother. Now my grandmother, I know this for sure. Like, is there anything you're passing down to your grandkids? Like now that they're mothers? Okay. All right. There's one thing that I regret when I had little ones of my own mm -hmm. is not taking the time to sit down in the floor and play with them. Not taking the time to really listen, mm -hmm. you know, with their questions. And a lot of times they ask questions and you just, you don't take the time to, to explain to them, you know? Mm -hmm. And I found that's very important now, you know, and it's very important to sit and play with them. My two little great-granddaughters, -grand I have more, but the two that see me all the time, they want to play. First thing they want to do is go to my bedroom. That's where we play because <laughs> I started that off when they were just babies. And the rest of the house was where there was stairways and they could, you know, fall down them. In my bedroom, I could close both doors off and they could not get out of my bedroom. So that's where we started playing. And that's where we play every time. Every time they come and they walk into the to the uh, kitchen door and they said, let's go upstairs, Nana. That's what they call me. Let's go upstairs and play. And that's what we do. And I've learned to just sit and play with them. Don't worry about housework. Don't worry about other things. Just take that time for your babies, you know? Mm -hmm. And I am so thankful that I've learned that it took me a long time. Mm -hmm. I didn't do it with my own. I didn't do it with my grandchildren, but with these great grandchildren, I do. And I love every minute that they're there. Yeah. And so now that you know that, do you tell like their mother like, hey, cut some hours of your day to play oh, with the yes. kids. Oh, yeah. she has most definitely learned. She learns to listen to them and to answer their questions. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. No, honestly, man, I'm so, again, I'm so happy for everybody to come on the show and share their stories because it, I'm learning all these things. And because it, it's funny because uh, some, I, I bet that there are going to be people who listen to this and, have the same feeling I'm having, like, wow, it's, it's so simple yet. You don't think about it until somebody tells you right. and, uh, how like, it, it, you know, somebody, cause I was thinking, Oh man, playing with kids. I feel like that's something simple. But then when you're saying like, no, it's something you don't actually think about and, and you need to do it. Oh yeah. Wow. And they, they tell me what to play, what to say, what not to say, when to get up and, and walk around the room or whatever. And, and I'm, I'm there, you know, <laughs> I'm there. But now the, I do discipline. Yeah. I discipline my own. I discipline my grandchildren and now my great-grandchildren, just like I did my very own. Yeah. Maybe it don't, they, you know, you're a little lighter on them than yeah. I was my own. So, But that's one thing you learn over the years, DJ, is you learn more patience, more understanding. Mm -hmm. And, and and you learn to take more time for them because they're not going to be with you long, you know? Yeah. They're not going to grow up so fast. I know. It, it, Alyssa literally just had her, uh, yes. uh, Olivia, and already she's almost a year old. Yeah. And I'm like, that, I felt like that was like a couple of months ago. Right. So, yeah, no, that's, uh, and, and, I, and I do feel that as I, I get older. I mean, I remember, you know, being in school and going like, oh, man, this is taking forever. But then now that I'm 28, days are going by so, so fast. And I'm like, I, if, it, if it's going back fast for me, I can only imagine it for the parents. Right. Yeah. So uh, uh, with um, with raising your kids, um, you know, when, when you were a mom, not a grandma, and then like years go went by now we have technology like more advanced technology and stuff have you ever went to the store and saw something that was like oh that would have been really helpful uh 
I don't know, in uh, uh, like heating a bottle and stuff. It's like, oh man, we back in my day we had to put the pot in water, but now they have like these. The formulas now, yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, not really because I mean you just go with the flow at the time, you mm -hmm. know, and you do what you have to do, you know. And uh, but yeah, I could see where it's easier, easier on mothers now, and it was easier for me than it was for my mother. Yeah, you know? Much like it gets easier. a little bit easier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not with just uh, uh, feeding a baby, but with everything. You know, my mother would have to get up and build a fire in a wooden stove every morning. Oh man. Oh yeah. Get all of her six children up. You know, and get them off to school. So yeah. She didn't have it easy at all. So I can see where, yeah, technology, a lot of it, I don't understand. I don't want any part of it, yeah. you know. But, yeah, I can, it makes, in a way, it makes life easy, I'll say. Yeah. But in another way, I, uh, my husband says, this is the good old days we're living in. But I said, mm, not so. I don't think so, yeah. you know. Because I, I was having a, a conversation with uh, somebody, like, the other month, and they were saying like yeah technology does make like certain things a little bit easier mm -hmm. but overall when it comes to raising a child nothing beats old school it's it, it it's not necessarily technology it's just being there and then uh whatever needs fixing you mm -hmm. fix but mm -hmm. uh like i remember uh i was talking to another mom and she was saying that uh, she has a, a three-year-old son, and she was like, really, the only technology that I can think of is a TV, because sometimes he'll wake up, and sometimes I'll get into bed with him, turn on the TV, and then wait till he passes out, and then, you know, probably go back to sleep or do something else. And she was like, yeah, you know, sometimes TV will knock him right out, and it's yeah. great, and then... And that would have been easier back, you know, yeah, yeah in... in, in, in when I was being raised or when I raised my own, you know, because, I mean, we had a TV, but we had one TV. Yeah. It certainly was not in the bedroom. Yeah. You know? And so, but it is easy now because when the little girls come to spend the night, they both come at one six and one's four. And they want to sleep with me in my bed and we go to sleep with the TV on, you mm -hmm. know, and you're right, they'll, they'll watch it and they finally say, Nana, let's turn the TV off and go to sleep, you yeah. know. So it would be easy because, uh, but we I had siblings where, you know, we would sleep together, you mm -hmm. know, and we had one another and, and, and that makes a difference now, you know, yeah. because some kids are raised just maybe one, you know, one one child and, and I, I, I would rather have my four than just one, I think. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So uh, last week when I was interviewing uh, uh, Bethany, she was a mom of three. And I, was, I asked her this question. And I was like, does it get easier when you have multiple kids or does it get harder? And I like what she said. She was saying like, when you have one, it's hard. You're new. You don't know what you're doing. You're trying to read all the books. Now that she has three, she like feels like okay, I, I kind of got this down. So you and know. they entertain one another. Yeah, you know. And, and then she was the saying thing. like play zone defense. Like when she had two, it was like okay, one parent to one child. Now they're three. Now they're outnumbered. So and, and you had four. So like, did you ever feel a little bit overwhelmed? Like it's just you and your husband. You're like, all right, it's two against four. Did I feel overwhelmed? Um. Well, no. No, yeah. well, yes, of course I did at times, you know, yeah. because my husband was working. Yeah. You know, he was working daylight till sometimes it'd be uh, bedtime before he could get home, you know. And yeah. so I really had a lot of the raising, the discipline, the feeding, the bathing, the brushing the teeth and getting them to bed all on my own, you know. Mm -hmm. Not that he was not a good provider, no, you know. He yeah. was out making a living for us, you know. Yeah. See, and and I'm I'm glad you put it that way because I feel like, especially in today's climate, people, uh, if if they heard that, they would have been like, oh no, like it needs to be split fifty fifty. But like, I'm pretty sure you know, 
even though we're here right now and your kids turned out great, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have traded it for the world the way you raised them, the way uh, time and all that was spent. Yeah, that's right. No, and I wouldn't. Uh, and if I could go back and change everything, I wouldn't. If I could go back and change my childhood, I would not do that. Yeah, because if you change one thing, you might not know what you know now. Right. You might not end up the way you are now. That's so right. yeah, I know that's the and I and I and I'm thankful every day for the way that I was raised because. Had I not been raised and disciplined and taught and the way I was, then I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a good person, John. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're an awesome person. Like, don't, you should not doubt that. Like, you're an awesome person. Uh, you've done so, so many great things for me. Like, you you raised me as well. So, like, no, you, you're, you're great. Um, like, I'm a homemade biscuits and chocolate syrup oh my god guys they're the best like <laughs> hot oh dogs my, and french the, fries and and uh what was it hot dogs had? and stuff yeah oh yeah i got all of you boys okay yeah. wait okay now that like <laughs> it's it's gonna be funny because i'm gonna get this on air okay is that like a family recipe that you're only gonna keep to yourself or would you be willing to teach me I, I would, yeah. I would if I it. buy the supplies and, and I come over to your kitchen, will you teach me how I to do would, it? I probably would. There's no reason to keep it. Okay, no, yeah. No, I, I want to be able to pass it down to like okay. you know further generations. I want to perfect it. I love cooking, and like I found this new love for cooking. And ever since like your homemade chocolate syrup and your homemade biscuits, they're the best. Nothing else compares. And it's so simple and nothing to it. You know, all the ingredients are just something you already have. Well, I do. I don't yeah. know about the younger mothers, you know, <laughs> and uh, but I already have in my kitchen cupboards, you know. So, so uh, speaking of that, like, uh, did you learn cooking from your mom, or did you just learn from like cooking books and stuff like that? I learned from my mom and my uh, uh, my husband's mother, my mother-in-law. Okay. They were both great teachers, and my mother now the recipe for the. Uh, biscuits and chocolate syrup came from my mom oh really oh yes oh yes yeah and i was we were very poor and we were we was raised uh on i would say probably biscuits and chocolate syrup maybe every day you know (laughs) that sounds like a lot and if we didn't have cocoa if she didn't have the chocolate the hershey's cocoa in her cupboard she would uh, just use sugar and water and make a syrup out of that. So, oh, like yeah, simple oh, yeah. syrup? Or, uh, you know, maybe a, a homemade jellies, that sort of thing. Oh, wow. But well, we didn't eat, we didn't eat, we did not eat high on the hog at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. I, I would joke saying uh, the two greatest teachers for for me learning how to cook was my mom and youtube it's like this website where you can put it right. all these videos where this video is going to end yeah. up going but yeah well uh, i know the the young moms i know the ones in my family well some of them go to pinterest now yeah pinterest you know? oh, yeah, yeah yeah and get recipes you know i i went there a couple of times too and i, I, I i've gotten some good recipes off there but uh now i feel like i know a good bit about the basics where uh-huh. uh, I could go to the store and be like, oh, that goes good with that. Let me try this. Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah. yeah, now okay. I got the good basics. But, no, my mom, one time I made, like, chicken Alfredo. And my mom is such an expert. She looked at it and she was like, what are you making? I said, chicken Alfredo. And then she was like, oh, okay. Next day, she makes it way better than I ever oh, did. Oh, of course and, she did. And she didn't use the internet, no cooking books. She was just like, she just went to the store, got the ingredients, and was like, this will make it better. Yeah, all she had to do was taste it, and she knew what was in yeah, that recipe. I'm, yeah. I'm like, whoa, I okay, I need this. to get to that level. I'm still <laughs> at that, like, rookie level, so mm-hmm. I still have a lot of growing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I would love to learn yeah. your biscuit recipe. I remember talking to Zach, and he said, like, oh, I learned it, but then I messed up. And I'm like, is it is it hard, or... So, yeah. You know, and one day, and you was probably in his class, I believe it was the fourth grade, and I think that's where y'all met. Yeah, we met in the fourth grade. We didn't start being friends to the fifth grade. (laughs) Oh, okay. But anyway, he came home one day. He he lived with me. He said, Nana, 
I want you to make some biscuits and chocolate syrup and bring it to school tomorrow. I already told my teacher that you would bring some. And I said, Zach, surely you didn't. You didn't do that to me. And so uh, I, I can't remember if I ever did make biscuits and chocolate syrup and take them to school. And I think I did. I'm pretty sure that he would probably remember. But anyway, I, but he always... He's always telling everybody about Nana's biscuits, mm -hmm. homemade biscuits, and chocolate syrup, homemade chocolate syrup. Mm -hmm. No, okay, I'm not just saying this. Your biscuits are so good. Okay, I remember one time you, you took me and my brother to Alabama, like you and your husband, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we went to Alabama. Mm -hmm. Okay, your biscuits are so good, they're still fresh and good the next day. I mm -hmm. remember you made a whole lot. Mm -hmm. We put them in a Ziploc bag. We put them in the fridge. And then uh -huh. the next day, we just microwaved them, heat them up. And they were still good. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Chick-fil-A has nothing on you, okay? Like, <laughs> and, their biscuits are okay, but yours is Right, like, but you know tier. what we've learned to do now is take the, uh, uh, you, you know, you make the biscuits and have them for breakfast, and what's left over, you put them in a Ziploc bag mm -hmm. and put them into the freezer. Into freezer. the freezer. Really? And then when you want one or two, you take them out. Uh, I like to wrap mine in a paper towel mm -hmm. and put them into the microwave. 15 seconds on one side, turn them over, 15 seconds on the other side. Just like they just came out of the oven. Oh, wow. Okay. So remember that. <laughs> okay, I will because I'm not going to lie. If if you didn't tell me that, what I would have done was just put the biscuit in for like maybe 20 seconds on one side and then that's no, it. No, no. Like I would not have thought to turn flip it mm -hmm, uh, and, mm -hmm. and do it. Wow. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to try that. Like I can't wait. <laughs> um. Well, okay. Speaking of cooking, is do you ha besides your famous biscuits and, and <laughs> chocolate syrup, is there a a dish that it's your favorite? It's your favorite food, uh, kind of deal that you feel proud and you're just like, okay, I gotta pass this down to my kids and my grandkids. Is there anything like that? No, nothing really in particular. I wouldn't think no. Yeah, just um, because we always we learn to cook from scratch. You know, we learned to cook what we had. And we also learned to use the leftovers the next day if you could make something that, like you take a, a mashed potatoes mm -hmm. and you add an egg and a little bit of flour and, and uh, mix it all together and make patties and you fry them. So we learned, I learned to do that. That's that's what I was raised on. That's, and that's, that's good. Like no, that's do. good. Yeah. It, basically, you don't let anything go to waste. Nothing goes Everything to waste. has its purpose. Everything has its purpose. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, that's oh man, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> okay, uh, so all right, I, I bet you won't like this question, but I I just have to ask it, and and then I'll tell you what Bethany said last week. Uh, so Hollywood, is there anything, any movies, any TV shows that like kind of comes close to what it's like being a mother? It's like okay, yeah. 99% of what Hollywood produces is just, you know, garbage. It's 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 fake and all that stuff. But there's this one hidden gem. It's the closest to what it's like being a mother. Hmm. Is there anything like that? You know, I don't watch a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. I never have. Uh, I don't I don't watch a lot of TV. So, uh, as far as a mom on TV or Hollywood, Hmm. I can't even think. Of, no. Yeah. No. So last week, uh, uh, when I was interviewing Bethany, I like what she said. She was saying that uh, there's just so much to being a mom that, it, and and most of the stuff is you know kind of boring and and but like you know it's it's still so rewarding that Hollywood can't capture that in like thirty minutes to like an hour Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. So I was. I could see that even though like uh, uh, not a father or anything, I could see that still even in the mother's perspective. I'm like, oh, I, I don't, I don't think there is anything, but I was wondering if there's anything kind of close, like this is still way off, but this is the closest. Yeah. Well, I would have to probably go back and watch some of the older movies, mm -hmm. you know, 
and uh, if I watch a movie today, it's it's an older, you know, way back. Yeah. And Tommy loves to watch those, so I would sit down with him. And I'm sure, well, you know, I would have to think about this question. Yeah. Oh, you I mean, yeah, yeah, if you ever get back yeah, to me, like, I'll, I'll post uh, it. Like on, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, see there, here I go. Oh, no, you're fine. Um. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. We don't have a time limit or anything. Okay. Um, Andy Griffith. Mm. Andy Griffith showed like uh, Aunt B, you know? Aunt B. Yeah. Yeah, Aunt B would be one that that I would say she would be, because she was not a mom. She was just an aunt. Yeah. But she was, she was. Had like a, a close mother a, figure. A mother figure. Yeah. That's exactly right. So. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. Uh, we we were talking about Full House. I don't know if you ever seen that sitcom. Full House, Full House. yes, yes. And I was making the joke that, uh, how there wasn't really a mom, mom on no. the show, mm-hmm. but it was like that kind of parody where it takes three grown men to <laughs> kind of get close to being a mom. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, then I I haven't seen that newer one, that Fuller House. Yeah, I don't hear it's that great, but yeah. Oh uh, yeah, no, I. I I figure there's nothing in Hollywood, and so if anybody from Hollywood ever watches this, it's like, okay, we need to make a movie to get close to what it's like being a mom. Yeah, now, like Barbara Billingsley, see, now I'm thinking back, you know, Barbara Mm -hmm. Billingsley was, uh, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. uh, the name of the sitcom. Uh, Is that the actress name that you just said, Barbara Barbara Billingsley? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you might I'll probably find out. Like, yeah. I can easily Google that. But yeah, I don't know. That that would be that would be some other. It wouldn't be any recent one. Like no. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, uh, so kind of like the last thing. Um, what advice would you give? I know it's cliche, but like, what advice would you give to young women and and men too that before they become parents, uh, like what is something you you feel like should be passed down or uh, should at least be known, even if it's obvious, what's something that sh- before somebody's like, imagine some woman come up, came up to you and was like, hey, Mrs. Lanier, uh, like me and my husband, we don't have kids yet. We're about to, what's advice you would give me? Okay, well, first of all, make very sure that you're ready, you mm-hmm. know, to have children. And the next thing is make sure you have that love that that child's going to need, you know, that that um, uh, uh, the needs that he's going to, they're going to need, they're going to have, that you're going to have to be there. I mean, it's, it's very hard mm-hmm. becoming a, a, a mother. You know, I mean, it interrupts your, your, um, your it's a full-time job, full-time job. Yeah, your sleep and everything. It's all about, it's all about the, that child and not about you. Mm-hmm. I, my, all of mine came first before anything. If there was only a few pieces of, say, fried chicken on the table and they, they had first choice. I didn't. I waited. If there's only only like a chicken wing left, which I know chicken wings are famous nowadays. <laughs> you know? Back then, that was it was not. But are anyway, you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Man, wings are that going was, crazy yeah, nowadays, and, and wings wasn't a thing back then. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, that was the last thing that was left on the platter where the fried chicken was. You mm-hmm. know that and. Uh, but anyway, I made. I, I always made sure that they they were fed. They got what they wanted. Of course, children waste a lot of food too, yeah. you know. But mine didn't because we didn't have it to waste. You know, mine were taught to take out what you want, eat it, and don't don't throw it into the garbage. And I don't think it's so much that way nowadays. Yeah. You know. No, yeah. No, I. I don't. I see a lot of. I see a lot of waste. Yeah. I no, really that's. Do. I, I mean. Me uh, working at a restaurant, I definitely see that. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, even though, you know, like you, you didn't cook it or anything, I do see the waste. And oh, then if yeah. you're wasteful in the restaurant, what are you like 
back home, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I lost my train of thought again, uh, no, PJ, but anyway. Uh, but uh, No, we were talking about advice. like Advice, what if, yeah, you know. yeah. And, you know, uh, you got to discipline them, you know? See, people are I, so scared about that. Like, can't be, DJ, you know? No, and here's here's what i would say like and and again this is like i'm i'm not i'm not a father or anything but uh my my parents they disciplined me uh-huh. you know uh 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 you know and they you grabbed know what? i can tell that they did you <laughs> right <know? laughs> i can tell cuz i have self respect and respect for others you know right. i see i was talking about this with uh some friends there's a difference between and, and people are just so scared about this there's a difference between disciplining your child and beating your child absolutely like uh whenever my parents disciplined me ne- even though i being young and emotional and and you know just full of energy never once that i thought man they enjoyed this like Mm-mm. they're they're Mm-mm. taking their anger out on me Mm-mm. no i all the time they've ever disciplined me it's cuz i messed up i did something Absolutely. i wasn't supposed to mm-hmm. and there was always degrees of something i remember uh at first my my dad was the one that did most of the discipline and all my mom had to say like if i were to like snap an attitude my mom would be like, oh, just wait till your dad comes home. And then I'm just like, oh, you know what? Okay, I'm sorry. You know what? Let's not bring dad into this. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know what? I'm sorry. I, I, I messed up. I don't know what I was thinking. And so there's there's degrees. It's not necessarily just going straight for the belt or anything. But yeah, there's a difference between disciplining your child and, and beating your child. Like, that's just ugly. That's evil. That's wrong. But disciplining was always like, listen, I'm not... I don't want to do this to you, but you messed up. You got to learn, like, there are consequences to these actions that, like, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't talk back to an adult. You no. shouldn't, uh, you should always be respectful. You shouldn't talk back to me. Uh, yeah. If you have it's anything to And that's the way I was raised. My daddy, my daddy did most of the whipping, you know. Yeah. My mom, she'd... Of course, she liked to use a little hickory switch. You yeah, know, you know what I, that I've, is. I, yeah, I've heard those. And, and when oh, I saw pictures of that and well, I was like, "Thank God for the belt." <laughs> I won't trade that. But anyway, my dad would he would he would he would whip with a belt, or sometimes he'd send us out to get a hickory switch, you know. But then, oh, those were the worst when they the were. parents said, and the "Go tool, get what I need little, to use." The little thin, the little oh, what do you? Uh, not a big, you know, limb like, but mm-hmm. just a little. Uh, little uh bind like you mm-hmm. know but the the tiny ones you know and they they're the ones that hurt the most yeah. but anyway my dad he would every time he was going to whip one of us he would say he would talk to us first tell us why he was going to whip us and and that he loved us and he it would hurt him to and, you know back then hurt you Hurt you? No way. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah it's it's yeah. like you're hurting me. There's yeah, no way this is hurting right. you. But he would do that, and then he would say, "Now," and he'd hug us, and we'd we'd hug him, whether we wanted to or not. We had to hug him too, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that led. I mean, that's that's a good thing, DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good thing to have parents that that uh, that talk to you. And don't just say, you know, you ask a question, you say, get out of here. I don't have time for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you take that time, you know, yeah. you take that time. And I didn't do it enough with my own. I realize that now. And I didn't sit in the floor and play enough with them. But uh, I was I was a busy person, but I put other things before raising my yeah. own kids, you know. But I've learned over the years, and, and not that I didn't love them, and I didn't. Yeah. But they want to be disciplined, DJ. You know, they want to be, and every one of mine has that respect for me now. Mm-hmm. I mean, my grandkids, they'll tell, Stephanie will tell you. Yeah. You know, she'll tell you right quick that yeah, my nana, my nana whipped me, but she, you know, it. it no, but she was I, teaching me. Yeah, absolutely. I see how your grandkids. You know, they don't just respect you as an elder; they respect you because. They've learned from you. They know that you love them unconditionally mm-hmm, and all that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, I and and I mean, I know we could go round in circles, but but like 
it, it does need to be said that when you discipline a child, it needs to come from a place of love. It, Absolutely. It's like, it, yeah. There needs to be that little, there needs to be that consequence, that fear where it's, uh, you know, breaking it down to the basic form where, okay, don't ever shoplift, don't cuss, don't talk back to an adult. If you do, you would, you know, get don't the belt. tell a lie, you yeah, know. And then, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't yeah. tell a lie. And one then, lie leads to another. Yeah, you know? and so, uh, 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 you know, if, if you're in trouble, own up to it. I know it, but if you lie, you're just gonna make things worse. And as a kid. You know, that's the ultimate punishment. You're, you're not thinking about debt. You're not thinking about finance. You're not thinking about anything else besides getting whipped. The, getting whipped is like the worst thing. And you you need that in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. So like if you ever have friends, then, you know, maybe they're, you know, they're not bad apples just yet. But, you know, they're just, you shouldn't be doing, say you have a friend like, hey, let's lie about this. Right there, you have a choice: lie or and, and possibly get whipped if they find out, right. or you know, just stay away, tell the truth, okay. be away from that. I'm gonna tell you about an incident with my oldest son. He knew where I kept uh, coins, change mm-hmm. in a jar in my closet, you know, in my bedroom closet. And uh, he taught his friends were there one day, and he. I guess they wanted to go to the store and buy something. Anyway, he know where Mama keeps her. I can go and get some money. So he, they didn't take it all. They took some of it, but I knew it. I know my home. I know what's there. I know what's been touched, and you know oh, all yeah. that. So I, I, I uh, confronted him with it, and I said, "Now you're not going to be in trouble. You got to tell me the truth about." It. And he told me the truth about it. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you what, you don't have to, you don't have to, if you want money for some reason, you come and you ask me, mm-hmm. you know, and I will give it to you, but you do not steal. You do not steal from me. You know, it's not there for your taking. It's there because I'm saving, you know, maybe, you know, I might've been saving to buy you something yeah. with it, you know? Oh man, no, it killed me when I was a kid and I did that to my parents and oh man, like when I look back on it, I'm just like, if I could go back in time and just slap young me, I so would. Oh yeah, don't yeah. you wish we could just go, I wish I could go back and change a lot of things, but yeah. I can't do but it. It's a, but yeah, it's, if I can help some young mother, then, you know, this, this, all of that would have been worth it all, you know? Yeah. So no, that's what I'm saying. It's like every, like everybody I've met and it's funny because ever since I started this show, uh, it, people have this notion, especially when something's on a camera, uh, like, especially what I'm doing, people only care if you have, like, you're famous, like, if you have a lot of followings, your page is popular, and all that stuff, and the people you have on the show, they're like, oh, that person's well-known, I'm going to listen to them, but everybody I've met, I'm an average dude, I've and and everybody I've met, you know, we're the average Joe, but everybody I've met has something to say. Like they have a story to share and mm-hmm. they have some wisdom to pass down. It doesn't matter that they're not famous. You're not famous. I'm not famous, but that doesn't matter. Right. You're a great grandmother. You, you've been through it all. There's nothing that's going to surprise you. Like if your grandkids came up to you and was telling you a, like a worst case scenario with the kid, your grandkids are probably going to be the one frantic and you're going to be the one to be calm and be like, oh yeah, listen, I've been there. Oh yeah, calm down. We're oh, gonna get through this. Right. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. That being said, you know, I think that's something that uh, some people need to realize is like, you know, you don't need to listen to these. Like, yes, it, they're just well known and it's easy to look them up. But even the average Joe, your next door neighbor, your 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 parents, your uncle, your aunt, somebody has some advice to give. And listen to it. Like, it, it does hold weight. They they have something to share. Absolutely. That's just how I That's feel. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can, uh, you can talk to a child, you know. Like, I had one with me the other day, and uh, she was, like, had a T-shirt, and she, um, you know, pulling it apart and throwing it on the floor. <laughs> I said, okay, you're going to pick every piece of it up. Well... She was not going to do it, you know. Oh, she was no. going to do everything else. 
but that. So I said, okay. So she walked over to my desk, and I grabbed her around the waist, you know. Mm -hmm. And and she wanted to pull away from me. The more she wanted to pull away, the harder I would squeeze, you know. Mm -hmm. And she finally, you know, she cried a little bit, which that's okay. You know, it's all right. And then she got so upset, she ran off into the other bedroom, closed the door, locked it. And uh, so I listened, I said, okay, I'm going to leave them. I learned to do this too, leave them alone for a while. And then they'll think about what they've done. And if I'm right or if they're right or if I'm wrong or whatever. So I left her alone for a little while. And then in a little while I went in and I said, Ella, open the door. It was locked. I said, open the door. And she, she, she didn't want to. And I said, okay, I'm going to count to five. <laughs> and when I say five, this door better be unlocked, you know. And so when I got to five, she opened that door. I said, okay, it's time. Did she wait last minute? Uh, I'm sorry. Did she wait last minute? Like, oh, you... yeah, like when I said five, you know, she immediately <laughs> okay. unlocked. Yeah. And so I, I walked in. I said, okay, it's time for us to have a, a grandmother, granddaughter talk. And mm-hmm. so I sit down. There's a, there's a bedroom. She, so I was in there, and I sit down on the bed with her. And I was talking to her, and I said, look, honey, I love you. I said, just think of all the fun that we have and all the things that Nana does for you. And and I've never had to, you know, I've never really been mean to you. No. Now, even then, I was not mean to you. You know, you was the one that was not listening and didn't want to, you know, all she would have had to do was just reach down and start picking up the paper. But anyway, this was teaching her, you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do what I did, but you you would not listen and you was determined you was not gonna pick the paper up like Nana asked you to. And uh, so uh, she sit and she listened and uh, she, uh, she finally, uh, she reached over and she hugged me. She said, Nana, I'll, and she's a sweetie. She is just precious, you know. Mm-hmm. But I can't let her get by like that, DJ. I've got to let her know that I am the adult, she's the child, and I am teaching her, mm-hmm. you know? No, if you let the child get away with it, the, like, even in my mind, as a kid, not realizing it specifically, but if you let them get away with it, Secretly, they're thinking, well, if I got away with that, what else can I get away with? That's it. That's it. Absolutely. And they will, too. You know, you got to You got to stop them in their tracks. Yeah. No. So, you you know, you did the right thing. Uh, So that this this popped into my head. Like, I wonder this is I'm going to get so much hate for this. Uh, Okay. When when you had your especially when you had your first child and it was time to discipline your child and you know like uh, is it similar to like when uh, when it, you make your kid cry is it similar to like you know hearing a a dog do that whimpering bark like art art kind of the deal like does it like pierce your heart because i'll be honest when i hear a dog like do that whimpering bark it hurts my heart yeah. and i can only imagine it what it's like with a kid like when you made a kid cry well, yeah it's just like you, oh but when if and I've never seen one of them get a whipping from their mom or dad, and mm-hmm. I've never had to whip one of them. Now, oh, I did, really? I, I, I did whip my own mm-hmm. children no, and my grandchildren, yeah. but I've never had to whip one of the greats because, I, like I said, I've learned more to be more patient, mm-hmm. more calm, more understanding, you know, and there's the different way, you know. You can, you can talk to them. I don't believe in this sitting them in the corner and, yeah. you know, facing the wall. And no, I... Like, yeah, to an extent, I guess, because everybody's different. Right. Uh, it might work for some. But I remember that happening to me in school. Mm-hmm. It, I was, like, in the first grade. I was, like, five years old or something. And the teacher told me to go, like, sit in a corner. And I was, like, that's it? Like, after being disciplined by my parents, like, getting whipped and stuff, and the mm-hmm. teacher was, like, just sit in the corner. And I was, like. That's it? That's the worst you got? <laughs> okay, I got right. this. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, no, like, I'm not saying that teachers should hit their kids, but no, no, no. But no. I, I get that where the teacher should, like, call their parents and be like, hey, so your kid was acting up. And then right. it's like, right. oh, you were acting up? Bam, get the uh-huh. belt. And mm. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, if you have any other advice you want to give to any 
young souls out there that like are thinking about being a mom or dad what would you say for men now that now that that just popped into my head do you have any advice for young men before like me for example like well yeah be a part be a part of the family be a part of your children's everyday life you know Mm -hmm. from the time they come into this world Mm -hmm. until you know they leave home or whatever you know just be there for them uh got a great great son-in-law i call him my son-in-law he's my uh grandson-in-law i guess you would say yeah but you know and i have some good ones but this it's just this one because they're around me more than the others are mm-hmm. uh he has he he has been there from day one day one he makes sure those that his wife has his help he's there to help with those kids he makes sure you know that he he's he's uh He's there. He helps give baths. He's changed diapers. He's fed bottles. He's done everything from day one. And that's very important, mm-hmm. you know, is for that dad to be a part of that baby's life, you know. Well, sir. From day one, day one is very important. You know, a lot of them, a lot of dads don't want to, well, I go to work every day. Well, mom's working every day, too, you mm-hmm. know. She's being a mom and a housewife, and that's what I was—a homemaker. That was when—that was a hard job, you know. But I did it, DJ. Mm-hmm. With God's help, I did it, you know. And I don't regret not one, not one day, not one day. Now, not that everything's been perfect along the way, but I. But just, you had a great team. You had a great foundation. Right. So when and things I'm, got, and, I, and I'll never regret anything that I've uh, taught my kids, told my kids to do, not to do, you know, I've always tried to do and be the right person that I should be. And practicing what you preach, too. Absolutely. That was it. That's it right there, DJ. Yeah, don't just say, uh, you don't do, and and I'm doing it, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what I tell my dad, you know. Now, he 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 was a Good dad, but he liked to drink, you know. Is this going to be all right to say all this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyway, he t- he didn't want us to, you mm-hmm. know. He didn't want us to. But see, we well, didn't want to he... be told not to do something by him what he was doing, yeah. you know. And so that's the thing. Don't tell me if you're not going to, like you say, practice what you preach. Yeah, yeah. No, because, uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I, I, I don't judge anybody, but. Um, excuse me. Uh, so I never smoked a day in my life. Uh-huh. I don't care if somebody else does. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to live my life. You live your life. Whatever. Absolutely. What sucks though is that, and I'm seeing this from the outside looking in, is that I I do hear people around my age, especially those were talking about hypotheticals, like, oh, if I have a kid, I'm gonna do this. If I have mm-hmm. a kid. And mm-hmm. this and that. And there was a, uh, uh, I remember there was this one person who was like, they understood that, you know, smoking is such a bad habit. And I'm talking about cigarettes. I, I don't want to get into the controversial about right. other stuff. I'm talking right. about cigarettes. And they're like, they understand how it's a nasty habit. And they're like, yeah, I don't want my kids to smoke. I'm not going to let my kids smoke and all that stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's great. But you need to work all on... All the time they're lighting up. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm like, you need to work on quitting now mm-hmm. because, you know, you got to practice what you preach. And But what's bad is that I've heard, again, people around my age and growing up where, well, they say the excuse, you probably heard it. Well, you do it mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially mm-hmm. with drinking, it's like, oh, well, you do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it. Oh, oh and- you, you drank... Uh-huh. before 21 uh-huh. when you were my age so i'm gonna do it so don't tell me you know yeah so it, it's 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 a it's a bad cycle and so like oh man it it, it does kind of i don't know like i I, have, I don't know what to say about that but um besides you know you got to practice what you preach i mean and it's not and it's not necessarily like with anything like not necessarily like parenting or anything just in in general like i could see like an overweight person telling somebody it's like hey you need to eat healthier mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. what are you doing there you go that's right that's the way it, uh, with anything you know drinking smoking 
eating too much, uh, you know, whatever, you know. Uh, so you got to you got to be careful there. You know? Yeah, and and it's and again, it's not like coming from a, a judgmental realm. It's just, you know, uh, hey, listen, I'm 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 telling you to fix up because I'm doing it. I'm I'm currently doing it and and stuff like that. So if if you know if somebody, I respect those that are you know uh, quitting to smoke. Like they're, they're like, yes, I made it a week without one, right. and they're telling somebody like a week is. You know, a week is a victory too. You know, to that person, it's like, listen, right. you got. If I made it a week, you can make it a week, right. and then together we can make it two weeks. We can make it a month, there years, you and yeah. and you know, team. The thing about it is, they, the the person that's trying to tell you don't ever start smoking, they they that person they're telling that they don't realize that that person is telling them because they know it it's for their good, not not his, but theirs. Yeah. You know. And so, but they, that person does not realize that. Well, he just, you know, he just, why can he tell me when he's doing the same thing? Yeah, you know what I mean? like your words are hollow at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. No, everything, thank, I mean, thank God for my parents. I thank them every day mm-hmm. that uh, they ever, they practice what they preached. Every, mm-hmm. Everything that they told me not to do, they weren't, you know, do, doing it and all that stuff. Um yeah, there are times, of course, like you're gonna get mad at your parents. You're not gonna oh, understand because you're still young. You don't know the world, and you're just like, "Why can't I?" And maybe my parents didn't do always a good job of explaining why I couldn't do something. Mm-hmm. But then they knew l- later in life, I'm gonna figure out why. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, there's a reason why I can't just go to the store and grab what I want. There's mm-hmm. a reason why you have to make money and pay for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a reason, like, yes this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. You're not going to realize that. So you're, you understand. Mm-hmm. And especially right before you're about to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, like kind of off topic, but I remember uh, my dad disciplining me and my brother at like a supermarket. And there were people in the aisle <laughs> cheering. Like they, they were just like, Oh yeah, you, you, you show them and all that stuff. Yeah, that's now, what that, that's what that do... little brat needs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, you know, because we were an embarrassment to our, our dad to, in, in the store in public. Absolutely. But now you try to do that in public. You can't oh, do no, it. Oh, no, you can't do that. Uh, and uh, that's it, not, you know what? I said, if 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 I had little ones today in this day and time, and I raised them like I raised mine back when, you know, mm-hmm. I my honey would be in jail. You're right. You know? <laughs> I would oh. be in jail because you know mine got whippings, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I didn't kill not one of them. No. I didn't hurt not one of them. And all of them love you. And all, all of them love me, and, and everyone all of them suffer me. respect now. There but you go. I saw this post on on Facebook saying like, "Oh, I was spanked as a child. Now I suffer uh, from self respect and respect for others." And and it's it's true. It's mm-hmm. true. Like there's there's not one kid out there disciplined right that you know you know turned out to be a bad apple it's just like no like if if you if you there's a wrong way and a right way if you do it the right way you know and i like how you said like how your especially your father let you know you know before or after it's like listen i love you Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. something i have to do here's why you here's why you were in the wrong right and mm-hmm. yeah, no, this is I, why I'm, I'm, I had to give you the whipping that I gave you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said. It. I think people are gonna gravitate towards that, and you know, I mean, there's no cookie cutter way to raising a child, but there are elements, and I can, I know this for a fact. Again, not being a father, that there are elements you have to accept as a parent. Like, all right, listen, there's going to be. I wish there wasn't a day and age where I had to discipline my child, but there is going to come a day and age where you have to do that. There is going to come a day and age where your child's going to have a fever in the middle of the night. You're dead tired, but you got to gotta get up you, and take care of that. You got to go to the right. hospital and That's all that right. stuff. There are going to be things you don't like that are going to happen and you just have to accept that. Mm-hmm. And, and when you bring a child into this world, it's not just for a few years, DJ. No. That's for the rest 
of their life, mm -hmm. the rest of their life, that child is going to be. You know, if it's not one thing, you know, as they get older, grow up, have get married, have kids of their own, is always going to be something, you know? Yeah, and, and going and, back to the beginning, how you're saying you're you're still learning. Even as a great-grandmother, you're still learning. Absolutely. Well, uh, Mr. Lanier, thank you so much. Uh, I, honestly, I've learned I've learned a lot. This was fun. I hope you had a good time. I did. I did. Zach said, oh, man, come on. It'll be fun. You know, and I'm yeah. so glad I did. Yeah, I? no, I like I, I know, and especially for my future guests who, who sees this, it's that I, I do try to be a good host where, uh, especially nobody who's done this kind of stuff, it's like, listen, you're going to be nervous for the first five minutes. After that, it's my job to make you comfortable. It's my job to make sure it flows well. So well, you, I, I hope you had a good time. Well, you did that, and I did enjoy it. And guess what? I was not even nervous. It's probably because you just like my own, and you've been around so many years. Oh, that, thank you. Know, it's a kind. Yeah. So before you go, though, I actually uh, got you a little something. Oh, I'll listen to you. So there you are. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I'm a grandma. What's your superpower? Right. I love it. Because yeah. all moms are superheroes, especially grandmothers. That's your superpower. Yeah. And you were, I can attest to that. You were, you were an awesome person in my life. So, uh, Mrs. Lanier, and, and thank you, you know so what? much. I'm so glad that you are still a part of my life. I Thank you. Absolutely. I'm gonna cry. And uh, yeah, and it's been fun all all along the way. Do I take this off? Oh yeah. So all right. Thanks, guys. Bye.